0: And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ that lives on the inside of me. So father God, you shall get all the glory, all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name. Amen. Are y'all ready for some more on the order of the church? I don't know about you, but it's helping. It helps you to see a lot of things, huh? We're talking about God's pattern and God's way of doing things and I use an example of um, people that sew and how you go and you get a pattern um, that you want to make a dress, a pair of pants, whatever you want to make, you have a pattern to go by. And if you don't go by that pattern, like you need to go by that pattern, it won't come out the way that they designed it to be. So this is how it is with God. God has a pattern. He has a way of doing things and we cannot go outside of his pattern. When you go outside of the will and way of God, then things are not going to be the way they need to be in your life. I have learned that I cannot go on what somebody else says. I have to hear God for myself. Even if you have a person that's amongst you that claims to be per se a prophet or whomever they may say they may be. An evangelist, a pastor, apostle, part of the fivefold or they may not be part of the fivefold. And they are telling you something. And God has already spoken to you. Let's say Sunday. Be still. And know that I'm God. If God has given you a word. And you know that's God speaking to you. Don't you know that the enemy is going to come back in. And he's going to use somebody. To try to tell you. You need to be doing this at this time. And when you step out of what God would have for you to do at that time. Then it's not going to work. It may feel good. It may look good, but it's not God. So everything that feel good and look good, it's not God. And how do we find out when we go through it and we see that it's not working? Now, sometimes we will, when God give us something, the enemy will try to come in and stop what God is doing. But when you know you have a sure word from God, though you're being persecuted, though you're being ridiculed, You're going to stand on what God is saying because you know it shall surely come to pass. So this is why we have to stay in the pattern of God, the way that God does things and not the way that man does things. God is not going to do it man's way because man's way is the world's way. God's way is a supernatural way. That means saying, I don't need man's help because whatever I do, they're going to know that it's not man, it's me anything that's done and people know that it can be done by a man or woman or whoever they know that's not God because God don't work that way he works in the supernatural and God works in these ways that when you don't have money and God say go do something now that's God well God you know I don't have no money but when God say I'm not I don't want you to look at your money I want you to look at me for example look at Abraham God told him what to do, but Abraham had to hear his voice and he had to leave some things behind. He had to leave people behind and God said, I'm going to show you the land that um, I'm going to give unto you and I'm going to bless you. So Abraham had to totally depend on God outside of family and everything else. So everything that was done in Abraham's life. He knew that it was God, and the Bible says that because Abraham believed God, he counted him as righteous. So we have to get in a place with God that we say, God, I don't know what you're doing right now, but I know you're doing something. So, Lord, help me to be still and know that you're God. Lord, help me through the Holy Spirit to wait on you and not get ahead of you, but in my waiting, I'm trusting and I'm relying on you. This is what was happening in the Old Testament. When God gave them something to do, the key was they trusted him so much. They relied on him so much, it didn't look foolish to them. They just know that if God said it, guess what? It's going to work. It's going to be done. So I'm going to go back over some more of what I went over last week, and God has added a little bit more to it, and it's going to help you to understand that when God gives you something— Quit trying to work it out yourself. Quit trying to figure it out because God is only going to give you a little bit at a time. He's not going to give you the whole thing. I'm, when I was going through depression, anything that made me feel good, I thought it was okay. I thought I was overcoming that depression by how I was feeling but with depression you have your ups and downs one minute you want to do this and you feel so high and you're calling everybody you're so excited and then all of a sudden you die back down again so I was on my highs and my lows and I was spending money that we didn't have because I was trying to get rid of depression through things through doing stuff that God didn't tell me to do so what did it do it had me stagnated it had me in a place that God didn't want me in so when I got tired I don't know about y'all when you really get tired you say God I can't trust nobody but you nobody can help me get through this but you so I got so tired and I just began to scream to the top of my voice and I said God if you can't help me nobody can so was it days that I felt like I wasn't gonna make it yes But then my focus would be on, but God, this is what you said. So if you said it, I know it's already worked out, but I have to go through it to know that you're still God. So this is how it works, dealing with God. If you got your hands in it and you're trying to make it work so you can do what you think is right for you, it's not going to work. So don't let nobody tell you you should be doing this and you should be doing that. You should only be doing what God has called you to do. The enemy wants you to miss out on where God is taking you. So when we look at Noah, y'all know um, God chose Noah. This is the thing. When God called you to something, he's going to have um, that person prepared, prepare that person for what he has called him to do. Y'all know it was a lot of people on the earth. But the Bible said that Noah was righteous before God. So God chose Noah to build this ark. And when he chose Noah to build the ark, he gave that plan unto Noah. He gave the pattern unto Noah. So the problem that's going on with the church, and the reason why the church is not in order, is because when God give it to the leader, everybody think they they can lead. Everybody think that they know, but... God gave it to the person he entrusted the plan and pattern with. Sometimes your ideas may sound good, but what the enemy is doing, he's trying to throw you off so you can throw that leader off he's using you to stir up havoc when God already told the leader this is what I want you to do if the leader say I want you to say your ABCs just because you know them why are you telling the leader I know my ABCs I don't need to be saying no ABCs because God told you to say them ABCs so God is taking that somewhere and you may not understand some of us are saying I ain't no child I ain't in no elementary I'm a grown woman I'm a grown man I'm not saying nothing. So what God is saying is, I can't use these rebellious people because they won't even do the simple things. So how can I trust them with where I'm carrying them? So God is going to work with you and show you where you are so you can be a part of what he's doing. I felt that. How about you? Woo, that was good. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So we see that we have to stay in the pattern of God. If we get out of his pattern we're stuck. Remember we talked about Sunday on being stagnated. We can't move forward. And it's things that stagnate us and keep us from moving forward. And you know what the enemy does in those moments? He take our eyes off the prize. He have us focused on, oh, I need to do this. Um, oh, I need to do that. I'm this old and I ain't accomplished nothing in my life. Then we begin to go on the internet. And most of all, we'll go on these um, sites, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll see what everybody else doing. And they're our age and they're up here and we still right here. And just because they're telling you I'm doing good in this, we feel like I can do that too. But did God call you to that? Is that what God anointed you to do? So this is why we have to spend time with God. To know what God wants us to do. And when he wants us to do it. So getting back to Noah. Noah he called to build that ark. And when he called Noah to build that ark. It says Genesis 6.14. He said make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark. And shall pitch it within and without with pitch. So this is the first thing that God did. He said Noah I want you to make me an ark. First of all. How many of y'all, if you were in Noah's shoes, and God came to you and said, make me an ark? The first thing that we would say is, ain't nothing but the devil. I don't know how to build anything. Or it might be something else we may say. You know, know, I'm not capable of doing this. I'm not able to do this. But understand this. We talked about last week. Whatever God called you to do, he's going to give you the ability. He's going to give you the might. He's going to give you the wisdom. He's going to give you the know-how. You may not be a carpenter. You may not be a plumber. You may not be an electrician. You may not be a mechanic. But if God say, this is what I want you to do, you're supposed to say, yes, Lord. Because you know you cannot do it. So you know it must be the spirit of the Lord that's speaking through you to say, do this and as you begin to be obedient sometimes it takes and God is showing me a mechanic a person that's not a mechanic you got to pick up that tool and say okay God I'm gonna pick it up I'm just gonna slide up under this car I don't know how to change this alternator this starter but you told me God so this is where I'm gonna start you get up under the car matter of fact well Lord where is the starter you want me to change it so show me where it is check this out y'all he's so good He'll say, look to your right and look up. Wow. Thank you, Lord. So every little bit of information that he gives you is going to help you to do what he told you to do. Our problem is we have too much confidence in us and not in the one that's inside of us. So if we take and have confidence and trust in him, this is why the Bible says, trust in him with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. So don't just jump up and start doing something because you got that feeling. Remember, I talked about James Brown? James Brown had that feeling, he gave everybody that feeling. Everybody wanted to be James Brown, but it was only one James Brown. But people tried it. So, this is what God is saying Be whom I have called you to be. And whatever I have anointed you to do, you're going to be able to do it because I have given it to you and I have told you to do it. So when we look at Noah, he said, I want you to make me an ark. First of all, when we look up the word ark, y'all, sometimes people will say, um, commentaries sometimes say it was a boat. It was no boat. Ark was a chest. That's how that thing was made, like a chest. He said, make me an ark. So don't you know if God told him to make an ark, Moses, not Moses, but noah had to see what God is saying because God is going to give him eyes to see where he's taking him or what he want him to see. He said, make me an ark. He said, now this ark, I want you to make it of gopher wood. Now, some people um, would try to say that this wood that God wanted him to make was cypress, but it was not. When you look it up in Hebrew, it says that it was wood used to make the ark. And they said that they didn't know what kind it was. It was unknown. So that means what God was doing, it was unknown to man what kind of wood it was. But God knew. I want to tell you to check this. When he said, make me an ark of gopher wood, and I want you to pitch, um, pitch that ark. Let me make sure. And shall pitch it within and without. Now, this is what the pitch was. The pitch was a type of, I had to write that thing down. The pitch was to cover, to purge, to make atonement, make reconciliation, cover with pitch. So what he was doing on the inside of that ark and on the outside, he was pitching it, meaning that no water could come in from the inside nor the outside. That ark had some special wood where it was strong and it was durable for the purpose that God made it to be now why did he do all this because the water that was coming was the judgment of God but they were closed up in that ark and the ones that trusted God and was doing what God had told them to do through Noah they were going to be covered I'm going to go to Exodus and you're going to understand why God started here so Noah had to be Rat on it just like god told him he couldn't miss nothing everything that god told him to do it had to be how god wanted it it had to be that wood that god told him to get it had to be pitched within and without like god said and it had to be like an ark like a chest so the bible say moses did it that wasn't the end of it we talked about after he got everything done god told him how many animals he wanted to go in there And he had to make the rooms the right size for the elephants, for the moles, or whatever was supposed to go into that ark. Those rooms had to be the dimensions that God told him for those rooms to be. So we know the Bible said that Noah did all that God commanded him to do. Why? Because if he did not do all that God commanded him to do, guess what would happen to them? They would have been consumed. With the rest of the people. So, this is why I say you cannot get out of the plan of God. You cannot try to change the plan of God. You cannot try to take his word and justify what you're doing because it won't work. This is why I say even the fivefold, when we stand up here behind this pulpit, we don't stand up here for us to be exalted, for us to get the glory. We have to die to ourselves. And check this. Remember, on the inside, it was an ark. They had to go inside that ark. And guess who shut the door? God shut the door. So man didn't do this. God did this. He closed them in. How does that represent um, Jesus? Jesus was like um, Noah. His body was prepared for us. Wasn't he on that wooden cross? Yes, he was. He hung on that cross on our behalf. And as we accept Jesus and everything that he has done, guess what? From the inside, there go the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit is supposed to come on the outside inside outside not inside outside in but inside out he said pitch it within and then pitch it without so the holy spirit flow from the inside out and that mean that we're what we're covered y'all get it so that's why did he do it what was the purpose of Noah's art it was the salvation for the people it was to save the people what did Jesus do for us he saved us and guess what it was by grace we're safe through faith not of ourselves it is the gift of god y'all it was something we didn't have to work for aren't you excited did you see this first pattern this is what god was doing it was leading up to jesus christ so we don't just go into the word of god when we go into the word of god the holy spirit is there to show us what god is doing even in noah So God began to reveal all that and he said if if people would take his word and allow this word to the Holy Spirit to illuminate this word, you will see Jesus throughout the whole Bible and you will see yourself and you will see, well, God, when you tell me to do something, guess what? You have the Holy Spirit as your helper. And as the Holy Spirit is helping you to do it, people are going to see the manifestation coming through you because God's glory is going to be revealed through what he has told you. So this is the key, y'all. The patterns reveal the glory. The patterns reveal the glory. So if we don't do it exactly like God wanted done, guess what? Even when we're teaching, even when we um, are doing singing or whatever we may be doing, it's not going to reveal the glory of God because we're trying to do it our way and not the way that God wanted done. Can I get a hallelujah? hallelujah? Thank you, Jesus. So I'm telling some of you, God is saying some of us sitting in this room can be off course because we don't want to take the time to be still and know what God is doing in this season. Understand that when God told Noah to make that ark, guess what? The rain hadn't come yet. God knew when the rain, when the flood was coming, but Noah had to be obedient to start so it could be finished before the flood came. What if Noah was saying... (laughs) I ain't got time who got time for that no he trusted god because he knew that if god was telling him and god told him this is the reason why i want you to do this art um noah So he listened to God. He didn't just sit there and be lazy. He followed the plan of God. And as soon as God shut that door, that's when the flood began to cover the earth. They had to go into the ark. And the Bible said that the flood come upon the ark, upon the earth. So that means, guess what happened? The ark was on top of the earth. Everything else was consumed because they were shut in Dealing with that art. Everybody got that part? So tell the person next to you, say, please know the plan of God for your life. Say, don't go out there and mess up and end back in the same place. <laughs> say, we got to keep it moving. Say, aren't you tired of going around this mountain? mm, mm, mm. mm. I'm going to do like the young folks do. SMH. I got doubting y'all. I I found what that meant. Didn't know. Somebody had to tell me what it was. Shake my head. I learned that from my son. Mm -hmm. So we see, we have to know the pattern of God. I don't know about y'all, but this helps. This reminds you. Don't it take you back to think and say, I probably could have been farther than I am now if I had to listen to what God was saying. And then the, the funny thing is, you end up uh, like deja vu. I was already here before. Wow, is that what it was? Yes, that's what it was. It was just that simple. You had to hear and do. You couldn't just hear and not do. Hearing and doing goes together. That's why when you hear the word, you do what the word says. Got a nugget for you. Just hearing it ain't going to help you. If you hear it, you got to do it. You got to apply it to your life because you know it's God. How do you know it's going to work if you don't do it? Have anybody ever got a diploma and didn't go to school? Please, come on. Anybody in this room got a diploma and did not go to school? Or tried to get a diploma but was in school but didn't do nothing while you was in school and you thought you was gonna get a diploma why do you think that they have you to go back a grade when you don't complete it you you think you're moving forward they said no 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 you got to come on back because what you should have learned you did not learn and then you find yourself you find some people 20 some years old and still in high school trying to get a diploma then they'll give up and go get their what GED we miss out because we don't listen or we'll start something that God didn't tell us to start and we struggle in it the blessings of the Lord is what make you rich and there's no sorrow there's no struggle in it I don't care if you're 60 years old and God said I want you to go to school and get your degree God told you to do it, you can do it. I don't care how old you is. But if God ain't told you to do these things, guess what? You're not going to accomplish nothing with what you're doing because that's what you want to do. That's not what God has for your life. Go with me to Jeremiah 29. In Jeremiah 29, this was dealing with God's people. i tell you what, there was some headed people. But they got captured and they were in babylon and i believe that they got a prophecy you can go back and read jeremiah 29 they got a prophecy that was not right so this is what god was saying through jeremiah in verse four thus says the lord of hosts the god of israel unto all that are carried away captives whom i have caused to be carried away from jerusalem unto babylon Build ye houses and dwell in them and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives and begot sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminish. And seek the peace of the city whether I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray unto the Lord for it for in the peace thereof shall you have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts the God of Israel listen at this. Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you; neither hearken to your to your dreams which ye, which cause you to be dreamed. For thy prophecy for they prophesied falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. Remember what the Lord told them. He said, Go ahead and live in this land, set up houses, have kids in this land. He said, You're going to have prophets right among you to tell you to leave or tell you to do this or that what did God say don't believe those prophets what did I say and then the God began to say for thus says the Lord that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and causing you to return to this place verse 11 is the one for I know the thoughts that I think towards you says the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end so what was God saying Don't believe people that's coming in there. I done told you what's going to happen. And that's what's going to happen. This is my plan for you right now. 70 years, this is where you're going to be. Don't let nobody tell you it's going to be less or it's going to be more. This is my final word. So what am I saying? When God gives you something, don't let nobody come in and tell you. Oh, it's time for you to move. Oh, it's time for you to get a car. Oh, it's time for you to do this. God got something for you. Matter of fact, oh, you are a prophet, and you're going to end up marrying an evangelist, and y'all are going to have so many kids. God is just going to help you to flourish. But God just told you last week, be still and know that I'm God. That's all he gave you. But somebody is coming in and just dictating your whole life before you. And you get all happy. So you're wondering who your wife is going to be. You're wondering, oh, we're going to have a boy and a girl. So you begin to decree and declare these things forward. And that's not what God said for your life. So guess what you do? You go find a wife. You have you a few babies. And then you can't make it. And you don't have no job. Because you went ahead of God. This is how the enemy set things up, y'all. People do things to look good. Not because God told you to do them. Hey, I want to look good too, don't you? People try to get big things for people to look up to them. But what if God told you, go work at McDonald's? I need you at McDonald's. I'm going to take care of you at McDonald's. Are you going to say, yes, Lord, or are you going to go say, well, how much they pay? I can't live off a McDonald's salary. But what did God tell you to do? So God puts you in that place for a reason because there's people in that place that need him at McDonald's. So as you go into McDonald's and you begin to do what God says, you begin to flourish. You begin to have more at McDonald's than you had at GE or Cornings. And you're saying, whoa, God, I know that you're not missing a meal. You're pulling up at McDonald's with a Mercedes and people say, excuse me. This is God's doing, and it's marvelous in his eyes. When you make what I make, you sure you ain't selling something? Yeah, I am. But what I'm giving out is free. Then you begin to tell them, this is where I was, this is where I am now. So once you get settled at McDonald's, you're settled there because you're saying, you know, this is where God wants me to be. I want you to move from McDonald's. I'm going to take you over to hardest now. Wait a minute. God, I'd rather stay in the burger joint. I don't want to do nothing with greasy chicken. No, I want you to go over here to Hardee's. Fill out the application. They're waiting on you. See, God, what He's doing, He's not only doing something at McDonald's and Hardee's. He's doing something in you. He's letting you know I want you to humble yourself before Me. So you go to Hardee's. Remember, now you drive the Mercedes at McDonald's. You go over there to Hardee's and you stay over there and you're doing the will of God. And all of a sudden, God say, Now I want you to apply for a house. For real? Me, God? So you go to apply for a house, and they begin to tell you something that just come out that the government got. And you were the right person at the right time to step in there for what they're offering today. No down payment. 100% financing. And we can work with what you make. Whoa, God. So you got go back up in there. You're driving a Mercedes. You got a house, and you're at hardest. That's how God works. So you're telling people what God is doing. And you're saying, you know what? I'm having a barbecue. Come to my house. They come to your house and say, well, how long you been staying with your parents? Ain't no parents up in here. This is my house. This is what God gave me. So they begin to go back to hardest and say, if God do her like that, I know he can do me like that. Because I've been the hardest for 20 years and I'm still in my parents' house. So guess what? You got the car, you got the house. You at hardest. Now God is saying, I got you set up the way I want you set up. Now I want you to come off the job, and I want you to totally trust me. Well, God, what am I going to do? You don't have to worry about that. So you come off the job, totally trusting God. Remember, ain't no man in the picture, women. Just you and God. So every day you go home and say, God, I'm totally trusting you. I don't have no money in the bank, but I'm dependent on you. And God sends what you need every time it need to be paid. See, God will change people. Y'all, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm feeling a stirring because God will change people's hearts for you because you being obedient to him. That's how these temples got built. Before they left Egypt, he said, go to the Egyptians. That's what he said. Go to the Egyptians and what they do? They gave them what they need to make the tabernacle don't y'all see how god work but we don't hear god we make plans by this age this i supposed to be married by this age i supposed to have a boy or girl by this age i supposed to retire it is good to make plans but if you're making it without god it will not work what did god say stay in babylon until those years are fulfilled and this is what god is saying to us tonight follow my pattern follow my plan and guess what church we won't miss nothing when we follow what god is doing don't you know that's why it's do not disturb signs in the church all over the church everywhere you go do not disturb don't go into that don't mess with that because that ain't right god ain't saying that how you know what god is saying you only open your bible So people are coming against what God is doing because the enemy is using them to slow down the plan of God. But guess what? God said, you can't stop what I'm doing because whomever I give that to, he said, I'm going to send people to hold up their hands to do what I have called them to do. And you're going to look back and you're going to see my glory revealed. So I'm going to ask you something. Why are you going to people and asking them what God said? Ask your neighbor. If God said it to you, why you got to ask somebody else? Can anybody answer that one? Hello? Trying to go to man, not in the word, lack of knowledge, unsure if it was God. Is that what happens? Come on, all of us from this pulpit on down. We hear God, but sometimes we get stubborn. I'll I'll, I'll use me. Oh, Moses, God told him the first time to hit that rock, didn't he? He hit it. God said, I'm doing something different this time, Moses. You ain't got to hit nothing. Speak to it. You won't have to do nothing but speak to it. Them people made Moses so mad he was beating the rock instead of beating them. God still gave him water from the rock, but Moses missed out on the promised land. He could only see it, but he could not enter it. What am I telling you tonight? You missing out because you are allowing people to dictate to you what God already told you you supposed to be doing. So you stagnated because you want approval of man. And as long as you wait, no man, you're not trusting God. Because whatever God tells you to do, I don't care if he's saying build a balloon, a hot air balloon. If he told you to do it, he's going to send what you need to do it. He's going to show you how to draw it out and you ain't no architect. He's going to show you the colors that's in that hot air balloon. He's going to tell you what it's going to take and guess what? He's going to tell you where to go and the person's going to say, I've been waiting on you. God told me to give you this. Well, what am I supposed to do with it? God will let you know. Then you go back and say, well, God, I got that. He said, well, this is what else I want you to do. This is how God works, y'all. We work in man's way. We're not working at God's way. I have learned money does not keep you. Money go run off and leave you. And it don't come back to you. Let's just be honest. You go in the store, you steady giving it out. Everywhere you go, your money running from you. You trying to hold a little bit, but by the time you get home, that's gone. Amen. Can I get a witness? But when you give it to God first, he gave us a promise, didn't he, Teresa? He said, what about that storehouse? He'll overflow it. It'll be more than enough. He'll make all grace abound towards you. That you always have all sufficiency in all things for every, not just what you're doing, but what everybody else is doing. Why? Because you're following his plan. You're following what he wants. Can I I, I just want to know, who don't want to follow him? Why is it always God ain't got it? God probably laughing. Do you know who you're talking to? Well, God, I say I ain't got it. Now, you know I ain't got it. Well, if I'm telling you to give it, evidently you got it. Well, God, I don't mess with that right now. That's my savings. Nobody get in there. I want you to go in the savings. And I want you to give what I told you to give. And then you don't do it. Then guess what happened? What you had in your savings, now it's gone. It wasn't God's fault. You didn't hear him. Whatever you holding on to more than you holding on to God, it's going to leave you. I don't care if it's a man, woman, kids, dogs, cats. They're going to leave you. But God will never leave you. Nor shall he forsake you. That's why we have to hear what he will have us to do. He don't put you on a job for no reason, y'all. He got a plan. He put you there for a reason. Are you going to have distractions on that job? Mm-hmm. Man, are you going to have them. Even if you were by yourself, you're going to have them some people say I want to work for myself no you will kill yourself working for yourself you'll be beating up yourself every day didn't I dare you not do that you shouldn't have went that way you should have went this way you're going to look like a cuckoo 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 so when you know the patterns the the way God want things done y'all know the outcome with Noah right y'all know more Noah them was saved why he followed God's pattern let me give you one more we're going to go into Exodus. Let's look at the altars again. We talked about the altars last week. Exodus 20, 24 through 26, the New Living Translation. He said, Build for me an altar made of earth and offer your sacrifices to me, your burnt offerings and the peace offerings, your sheep and goat and your cattle. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered, and I will come to you and bless you. Look at that. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered, and I will come to you and bless you. So, look at this. When we do things God's way, you're blessed. Isn't that right? Because you're following His way. Everything that God makes is good. So, when we're doing it His way, it's going to be good. You're going to be blessed. He said, if you use stones to build my altar, use only natural uncut stones. Do not shake the stones with a tool, for that would make the altar unfit for holy use. Why? Because God wanted it his way. He didn't want it man's way. That's what God is telling you tonight. It's my way. My way is the only way that it's going to work. When you put man in what I'm doing... He said it won't work because man always have a way. But understand that God will use man to be a part of the plan that he has. Remember, we talked about the um, tabernacle and when he was telling him everything he wanted in the tabernacle, he told him who he wanted to use to um, build that furniture in the tabernacle. And he had to put the spirit of God upon him in order for him to be a workman. To do the workmanship in that tabernacle. So, this is how it works. When God had given me the ministry, God knew who He wanted to help me with the ministry. Now, some people are say, I got you. I'm gonna be here. Whatever you want me to do, or however you want me to do it, I'm gonna do it. And I look around now and I don't see some of those people who said that because the ministry that God has given Miracle Temple to root up and tear down the strongholds and it's a training um facility where he's raising up the fivefold the disciples he's doing you know raising up um people to go out and do what god has called them to do people don't want to wait on that they want to have their own ministries they want to do what they want to do but they don't want to do it the way god want it done and this is why god say you got to wait on your ministry because if you're not prepared for that ministry and what he will have for you to do, you will quit when hard times come. When it look like the people are cutting the fool. When it look like nobody don't want to give no more. You will quit. And the reason why you will quit, because if God didn't give it to you, you ain't going to be able to hold on to what God hasn't given you. We go through hard times, don't we? Look in the Bible when there was a famine, even dealing with Joseph. And Joseph got sent where? To Egypt. But God had a plan for Joseph in Egypt. Didn't he reveal that plan? He said, your brothers, your father, your mother, they're going to bow down to you, Joseph. So he began to tell them what God said. Oh, that made them even matter. So y'all know they sold him. But how many know everywhere that Joseph went, because he honored God, he was prosperous and he had faith. Because he followed the plan of God, the will of God for his life. And even when there was a famine where he was, did not God show him, this is what I want you to do in this time? Come on, they looked up to Joseph. He had to hear God. And everything that Joseph did, those people prospered. They had what they needed even when the famine came because God showed him. So even if famine come, even upon this land, God would show us way ahead of time and say, this is what I want you to do for the rest of the year. And some things you might not understand, but then when it hit, you're saying, thank you, Jesus, because you followed his plan for whatever he would have for you to do. So God is saying, follow my plan. First of all, you got to get to know me in an intimate way where you hear me. So when you go to him, you can say, God, I don't know what the plan is for my life, but I know you know. So I'm going to delight myself in you, and as I do that, You're going to give me the desires of my heart. And all of a sudden, you may have an unction in you. You may have a pulling going towards something that you never thought about before. And as you begin to move in that area, God began to anoint it. And everything that your hands touch is blessed. And everybody who come in contact with you is blessed. Why? Because you're following the plan and the pattern of God. I'm going to give you this last scripture and we're going to close let's look at exodus 25 again and i want to show you something in exodus Exodus 25 remember i told you that when you follow the plan of god it's going to reveal the glory of god okay we looked at um in exodus 25 when god told them to make him a sanctuary so he can dwell amongst them and they worked on that they did everything according to the way god told them to do it but in exodus 40 33 through 34 Exodus 40 33 through 34 it says and he reared, reared up the court round about the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hangings of the court gate so Moses finished the work did y'all hear that Moses did what so that means he finished everything that God told him to do right look what happened then a cloud covered the tent of congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle do you know why people are not seeing the glory of the lord because they're not doing it the way god told them to do it do you wonder why we have rebels in church if i say nay i want you to handle this for me i want you to carry it out and let's say sister niece say no 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 i'm using an example y'all uh-uh we ain't gonna do it that way now we ain't gonna do it that way you, you remember, Nay, we can't, we can't do it that way. This is how we always done it. We're going to do it this way. And they said, okay, niece. Okay, niece. You said, niece, we're going to do it, sis, Nay. Nee. We're going to do it just how you said, sister, Nay. Nee. So I'm standing back. I said, something just ain't right. Something just ain't right. Nay, did you do like I asked you to do? Well, Pastor, <laughs> I went to sister, Nay. Nee. And you know she my leader. And I, I told sister niece what you told me to do. And sister niece said, we don't need to do that right now. We need to wait. I said, but what did I tell you? So we off course. Because it wasn't done like I told her to do it. She went to her leader. And they come up with something else. You got me off course. So what am I supposed to do with nay? Get her back on course. Right? I'm supposed to let her know, as for me, in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. What about you? And they say, okay, pastor, okay, pastor, I'm sorry. Next time you tell me to do it, pastor, I'm going to do it. I know, Sister Nee, she my leader, but I ain't listening to Sister Nee. I see what happened when Sister Nee told me that, Pastor. I ain't gonna do that no more. I don't know what's wrong with Sister Nee. Something must, must got in her. Oh, that's why I just mind my business, Pastor. I should have mind my business and done what you told me to do, Pastor. I'm just sorry. I just hey, that's just not me. I just mind my business. <laughs> so. It got us off course. Right, Athea? (laughs) Look at your neighbor. And say, neighbor, why is it so hard for you to follow your leader? Hold it right there because I just heard something. Because the leader ain't following God. I heard it. but the bible says that those that are in authority that have rule over you it ain't for you to say now they're telling you to jump off the building. I wouldn't do it either so this is why y'all churches go through stuff because people want to do like they want to do and tell people how it need to be done and God we still talking about the order of the church right this is why church is so out of order, because they come up with their own order. And when you start praising God and letting the spirit flow through you, sit down. Number the devil. They ain't our order up in here. <laughs> they ain't God's order either. You know, because if God is doing a work, let him work. Let him move. So when they finish the tabernacle, when they finish the work, whoo, God's glory in when you do what god tells you to do god's gonna reveal himself amen i'm gonna stop there i have some more but i'm gonna stop right there because this is gonna be good y'all it's gonna help all us to know why our growth have been stunted and why we can't move forward with what god has given us to do god has a plan for everybody in this room That plan is already written. Don't you know God want to share that plan with you? When we were little, God shared the plan with our parents. Because daddy would tell me that my mom told him, you better watch her. You better keep your eyes on her. So daddy thought I was just too fast. That's why he had to watch me. That's what he told me. He said, but I didn't understand what she was telling me. But he said, I understand today. So see, God will let you know about your children. He'll let you know where they are. And he'll have you guarding one more than you guard the other. And sometimes you'll be wondering, dang, I ain't do my other child like this. Why I got to watch over? Because God got something in store. Every child is different. You know, they're not going to be the same, even though they come from the same mom and daddy. You might have a weird one that's prophesying to you, and you're like, what's wrong with you? Shut up go to bed, speaking in tongues at night, praying and telling you, let's bless this. We don't bless no food in this house. Boy, eat your food and shut up. But they're doing what they're led to do, y'all. Um, my little granddaughter, Yana, I'll pray in tongues around Yana. And as I'm praying in tongues, she always asked me, Mima, what you doing? Mima? I say, I'm praying in tongues, Yana. She said, well, I want to pray in tongues. I said, well, Yana, you can pray in tongues. She said, No, I can't. I said, Yes, you can, Yana, you can pray in tongues. So she didn't say nothing else. How about last night? Her mom called us and said, Yana wasn't using the bathroom. She wasn't praying in tongues though, but she was saying, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my daddy. Thank you for blessing my daddy, Lord Jesus. Bathroom right by herself. <laughs> I said, Lord Jesus, is something going on with my son? <laughs> So what am I saying when you raise your children up because when she was little I say you my little prophet you're gonna prophesy to early she would look up at me I said that's right you're gonna prophesy to the point your mom and daddy are gonna be on their knees saying what can I do to be saved I say you're gonna <laughs> tell them some things that they know they ain't told nobody and seriously y'all she tell them things that they're like where you get that from and she'll look at them you know why? Because that's what God put on my heart for her. And every time I see her, I say, you got something to tell me, Ma? She will hold a little conversation. I say, come my boy. <laughs> and see how she tell you is, she'll say, last night, Mima, so and so was at the house. So I said, what'd you say, Yama? You know, you have to hear them real good. What'd you say, Yama? Last night, Mima, so and so was at the house. So I said, Jeremy, who, who was at your house? Mama, when Yana say last night, that could have been a week ago. <laughs> so I ain't understand that language yet, but she's telling it. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, when you speak over your children, God'll let you know that child is special. You have to guard that child. You have to watch where you take that child. This child will pick up words that you speak. Don't even have to speak, but one time, and you think she ain't listening. I say, Oh Jesus. Help me, Jesus. (laughs) Then I said, What did I say, Yana? She repeated. So, what am I saying? (laughs) Know the plan that God has, y'all. Don't go outside of that plan wait on it because it will unfold because it's his plan and he's preparing you for where he's taking you don't get excited don't let nobody push you into something that god has not said because god is going to let you know first and foremost no that's not the way i want you to go don't go that way the bible says he'll instruct you he'll teach you he'll guide you with his eye that's why we have to always go back to him and say wait a minute god I'm uncertain right here. And God will say, stop right there, don't move. That's not for you. And you walk off and later on you find out. Thank you, Lord. I didn't get wrapped up in that. So we thank God for the order of the church. Amen. Amen. Did anybody have anything since we done the teaching from last week? How it helped you through the week? Did you see any difference? Um, was the Lord speaking to anybody about certain things? that you could have changed but you didn't because you want to do it your way anyone okay well we will continue next Tuesday do we have any announcements